Hello, 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 and welcome to Geek Vibes Live. Unfortunately, I have to start off the show and report that Adam West, noted actor and voiceover actor who played Batman, Catman on The Fairly Odd Parents, as well as Mayor Adam West on Family Guy, has passed away due to a short battle with leukemia. He was 88 years old. And so, in honor of Adam West, we're going to have a short moment of silence to remember him. Good night, Adam West, and may you rest in peace. We miss you. And on a less somber note, welcome to Geek Vibes Live. Tonight we have a really great show for you. We have Juwan. What's going on, everybody? We have Nick. What's up, Geek Vibes Nation? And we have Joelle. We also have with us, as a special guest, uh, host of the GHL podcast, Major Spoilers, and Jawin, also the creator of Jupiter Jet Comic, and uh, she has also written comics for Top Cow. She writes consistently for Crave Online, DC Comics, and the Mary Sue, and... uh, many other things. She is based in Los Angeles, California, and we are very lucky to have her here with us today, Miss Ashley B. Robinson. Thank you very much for being with us. Thank you so much for having me. Yay! Welcome. <laughs> Welcome. <laughs> Hi, guys. How you doing? Uh, I'm doing so well. Very good, very good. Uh, I wanted to say um, we're big fans here at uh, Geek Vibes Nation. And um, I personally actually have uh, back to your comic book, Jupiter Jet. I just got my rewards in the other day. So oh, really you're happy. the best of all possible people. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but I, like, I, I'm also a huge fan of the CHL podcast. So I listen to it all the time. Actually, if anybody's listening, I definitely recommend listening to the Geek History Lesson because if you really need to brush up on your characters, they know this stuff. They're really good with it. So definitely. <laughs> we'll do it I'm for coming. you. We'll tell you what to read. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> thanks for listening, man, and thanks for supporting. It really means a lot. No doubt. No problem. Yeah, I just needed to throw that out there because, you know, big fan right here. And, and especially even uh, Collider Heroes, big, big fan of that, too. And I think that's the first time I saw Ashley. So that's where it all comes down to everything. Right. It's all connected. <laughs> that's right. So do you want to tell us a little bit more about your comic? Sure. So uh, it's going to be published with Action Lab, which is a really amazing publishing company. And it's co-written by myself and uh, Mr. Jason Inman, who you may know from such things as uh, DC All Access or the Jawin YouTube channel that uh, you guys mentioned at the top of the show that I'm on all the time. And um, we've been kicking around the idea of writing a comic for – a really, really long time, and we were having a lunch about it, and I said, 
I have an idea for the comic, but it's just a name, and it's Jupiter Jet. What do you think about that? Um, and instead of telling me that I was uh, underprepared and a fool, he was like, oh, that's so great, and we can do this, and so I'm a jetpack, and it'll be the 1930s. And from our very first meeting, we just brainstormed a bunch of really, I mean, what I think, really incredible ideas, most of which made it into the very first issue of the comic. So... Um, if you're a Kickstarter backer, uh, then may Loki or your god of choice bless you, and thank you so much for the support. Um, when you get your first issue, you'll really get to see the genesis of what, you know, spurred our five-issue miniseries. And uh, if you're not a backer but you would like to pre-order your comic, you can get it at backerkit.jupiterjet.com. So go and see how my silly story turned into what I think is a really – a uh, really incredible comic, and here's a here's a here's a tip about working on the internet. We found our artist through Twitter. His name is Ben Matsuya. He's really incredible uh, because he drew a piece of fan art of Jason from when he worked at Screen Junkies full time. And we said, "Hey, do you have sequential samples?" And he did. So sometimes tweeting into the void at strangers can really work out for you and can get you a job. But if you want to work in comics, particularly as an artist, uh, have samples. Draw pages that you like so that when uh, fools like me ask to see them, you'll have them to send. <laughs> <laughs> That's definitely true. <laughs> That's yeah. That's a good tip. Thank you, Ashley. <laughs> You're welcome. <laughs> so... <clears throat> We're so excited to have you. We have so much to discuss with you. Um, I, I, think, I think we should definitely start with some news. You good uh, talking some news with us, Ashley? Definitely. All Ooh. right. So we're going to start with the biggest news that just came out of left field the other day. Um, not only Black Panther official poster, right. we got a Black Panther trailer. Um, which was supposed to have been a teaser trailer, but felt like it was a movie that's coming out in a few months. Uh, (laughs) We saw a lot from it, and that's not to uh, take anything away from it. It gave us a lot of great great shots. Ryan Coogler looks like he's the guy who should have been called to do this movie a few years ago. Right. Um, But glad we have Yeah, like like maybe in Phase 2 instead of 17 movies in, but whatever. Exactly. exactly. I completely agree. I completely agree. But I will say this. When when you step back and look at the the vision that Kevin Feige has set since uh, the first Iron Man, it's literally Mm -hmm. like the biggest puzzle you've ever seen. And you keep going, oh, man, there's no way these puzzle pieces fit. He makes them fit so perfectly every single time. And I, I thought after the story trailer, like, all right, well, there's nothing else that we could see from Marvel right right now at this point that would really make me go crazy. And then out of nowhere, Black Panther just dropped. Mm-hmm. A movie that doesn't come out <laughs> until February, we now have a trailer. Yeah. And it's, it's actually, I, thought, I think when you... Go ahead, go ahead, go ahead Ashley. Oh, I was going to say, when you think about it from um, a marketing standpoint, it's super genius because I said out loud after we watched it, and it's a, it's a fabulous trailer, uh, why didn't they just wait until Comic-Con to do this? Um, and then Jason, who's smarter than me, uh, said because <laughs> there's millions and millions of people who watch the NBA Finals and then air during the NBA Finals. And when you think about in the wake of Wonder Woman, the impact that a movie like this 
finally coming out decades after this character's existed, the impact it could have on the African-American community. And if you look at the people who watch basketball, that's a huge part of your demographic. I'm like, oh, my God, they're so smart. Like the marketing and the thought behind dropping this trailer when they did it, I think it's just, like, fabulous. And then it frees up uh, San Diego to be maybe vignettes or a single scene that we could see maybe in the same way that we've seen some of the previous movies marketed. And I'm hyped that we got the teaser trailer out of the way and we're just going to get bigger, better stuff for San Diego because this is the Marvel movie I'm most looking forward to personally. Wow. I completely agree with you. I even went a step further and said Marvel was sitting back and was like, you know what? Wonder Woman was a phenomenal movie. I love all this press it's getting. (laughs) Black Panther dropped right now. (laughs) <laughs> like, like Marvel was like, no, we, we support Wonder Woman. We loved it. It was a great project. But hold on on, on stealing a lot of our spotlight. Hold on. Let's mm. let's get something out there really Too much quick. positive news. Exactly, right? <laughs> Too much positive news for DC. Let's get some of that. Um, yeah, it's a, total, I mean, it's a total Kanye, like, I'm going to let you finish, but. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. <laughs> exactly. Uh, um, <laughs> before I, I go into the scene with Nick's thoughts were um, about the trailer, I did want to add one more thing. I completely agree with uh, what you were saying that, that Jason was adding, because what I keep mm-hmm. picturing, their, their vision for San Diego Comic-Con, I keep thinking their main focus is to get everybody on that stage to just fully push Infinity War. Right. That's Definitely. their main focus. So it's like Black mm-hmm. Panther can come out now. We'll maybe show you know some uh, some new shots uh, for San Diego Comic Con. But their focus is getting Josh Brolin, the Guardians, the Avengers, right. um, Spidey, like all these guys, Black Panther, Miss Marvel, everybody on that stage, Captain Marvel. I'm sorry, <laughs> everybody on that stage, and just fully going into uh, promotion for Infinity War. Mm-hmm. For sure. Um, so it definitely makes sense that Black Panther dropped now. But Nick, what were your thoughts of the uh, first official trailer of Black Panther? Oh yeah, I loved it. Y'all know I'm right there with Ashley. This is like the one that I'm most excited for. Um, I fell in love like with Black Panther watching Earth's, Earth's Mightiest Heroes. Like that was yes. I was like, man, this is the, <laughs> this is the coolest character like that I have like it probably. It's it's close, but he uh, with Marvel and then Martian Manhunter with DC are like my two favorite characters. So I'm I'm just beyond geeked. The trailer was super cool, and I I do think I didn't even think about um, that point about the marketing. Actually, that's I mean that's you're right. That's spot on. Oh man, um, you come thing... live in LA and, and every the magic of everything dies real quick. But, yeah, I mean, the only thing that would have made it better was, was if they had done it for a Game 7, but we're probably not going to get there. So they were like, no, let's go ahead and make a Game 4, just in case there's a sweep. <laughs> but, uh, but yeah, I mean, and it's just as far as, as far as the trailer in and of itself, I thought it was great. I thought it was, like, an awesome little first look. I love, too, how they kind of set it up with Andy Serkis and, and Martin Freeman having, like, this, this kind of, um, square off and uh, the two whitest like white guys to intro the Black Panther <laughs> <laughs> right and, and and two of our favorites for the Hobbit like that's like that, that little like those little nuggets I love it and uh, but yeah and then I thought like just everything kind of all together it was it was the perfect the perfect bit to get you like hyped for the movie I thought it was the perfect teaser 
No, I completely agree. And as far as starting off with the Andy Circus and Martin, um, that that I thought that was beautiful. That was great. That was a great little nugget. Um, not not nugget. That was a great little way to start off the trailer. <laughs> um, but can I just say for a second, Michael B. Jordan as yeah. Killmonger Holy might be the best on-screen villain I've seen in a Marvel movie Visually. to date. Visually, to date, mm-hmm. to date, he looks. Insane. That mask that, that, that he put on right before it looks like that's the scene right before they free um Andy Fergus's character. Right, Claw. Um Claw, thank you. I couldn't remember his I name. Got you, I got you. Claw with um, a K. <laughs> Claw with a K. <laughs> I wouldn't even and Michael B. Jordan, as hyped as I got for that, something that I saw in the trailer made me go even more uh bananas. Man eight. Man eight, yeah. Towards the end of the trailer, right before that awesome backflip he did with the car. Mm-hmm. Um Man ape looks so crazy. Yeah. Like I just Ryan Coogler looked like he hit this movie on all cylinders. Now this is just a trailer. I know a lot of people are gonna say, you know, you're making a lot of speculations for something that doesn't come out, you know, till next February. But just from what I saw, it looks insane. Um, Caitlin, what were your thoughts um of the Black Panther trailer? Caitlin, did we lose Caitlin? Okay. Um, so I'm sorry. Oh, no. I'm sorry. No, you didn't lose Here? me. I'm sorry. I'm okay. on a stupid phone. Um, she just no, muted us. Through this, I'm gone. I'm just in the middle of the show. Um, that would that would be a great way to leave things if I ever wanted to leave. But um, which I don't because I love you all. So, uh, yes, Black Panther trailer, um, I loved it. I absolutely loved it. And I I didn't particularly read a lot of Black Panther. Um, you know, I've really only read in so far and in so much as, as he's associated with Storm or if he was like, you know, if it was a team-up or something like that. And, I mean, not to say I don't like his character. It just never came in, you know, into my poll list. But... I, I love the trailer. It was, I was just visually beautiful. Uh, the, the costumes alone, I mean, I hate to geek out over costumes and stuff, but culturally speaking, I, you know, I I think they did a great job with it. Um, but just in, And I think that they are approaching the subject matter with respect. Uh, you know, it, it doesn't seem forced. Um you know, if you know what I mean by that. It just doesn't seem, you know what I mean? It doesn't mm-hmm. seem like a cheap one. Um, it, it seems genuine. And uh, and I really liked how they used him in the Avengers, you know, and, and set up his backstory and, and how he is within the Marvel Universe and how he interacts with certain characters and whatnot. I mean, I think that they're approaching this the right way and, and they're going to do a great job with his character and with his story. And, uh, you know, I, I know his story and his background, but like I said, I, I know as far as source material goes, you know, I'm, I'm pretty naive to it, but I was impressed just visually speaking. It looks like a hell of a ride, so I'm really, really excited. So, yeah, just a geek out there for a minute. But, um, <laughs> Do you all want to shift gears to some DC, or do we want to do some more Marvel? Uh, doesn't matter. Uh, that, doesn't either matter. or. Okay. All right. Okay. Well, no. let's go with DC because uh, Wonder Woman. We were talking about Wonder Woman 
and her success. So more Wonder Woman news. Uh, there has been no deal uh, set yet for Patty Jenkins to return to Wonder Woman 2, according to The Hollywood Reporter. So with that in mind, uh, what do you think, Joelle? Hey, can I just say before we get into that, uh, I also enjoyed the Black Panther. <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh, my God, goodness. I'm sorry, man. Oh, right now. It's I'm, fine. I'm, it happens all the time. <laughs> it's okay. I'm not sorry. Uh, (laughs) (laughs) All right. Am I fired? No, no, you're good. You're good. Uh, All right, Patty Jenkins, Patty Jenkins. All right, so Wonder Woman 2. um, I'm not really surprised because we actually heard like a couple days before that she was attached. Like she's in, she's good. Um, But we heard recently that's not the case. But I'm actually not surprised. It's, not, it's like something they do, I guess. They don't do the long contract thing yet, just in case. I guess they weren't exactly 100% on board Wonder Woman. They weren't sure exactly where we were going to go. So they're like, oh, Patty Jenkins, we'll see how you do. It's like, a, we'll see as, we'll go as it goes. You know, if it does well, hey, let's do it. So now, if anything, Patty Jenkins is in the best position possible because she made them up a lot of money. You know, and she's mm-hmm. going to be in demand. So she needs to get that. I mean, they need to lock her down quick before someone snags on her. That's all I got to say. Ashley, what are your thoughts? Um, yeah, I, I'm a few minds about this because I I think she's fabulous. Um, I would love to be her when I grow up. <laughs> we should all aspire to be as great as Patty Jenkins <laughs> someday. Um, I think that DC doesn't even have um, the Flash staffed up with a director and a writer, so I think it would be a little ridiculous to assume that they're looking at who's going to be in charge of the next phase of movie. So it doesn't like particularly like bother me or offend me to know that she's not attached for Wonder Woman to, um, you know, as far as we know, because we only know as much as anybody lets us know or leaks in an email. Um, right. I would really love to see her honestly tackle Justice League 2 or Man of Steel 2 next. I would love to see her go on to bigger, if not better things, because you can't get better than Wonder Woman, unless it's Robin, because he's my very favorite character in the whole world. <laughs> uh, I think it's just a matter of time. I think that, you know, the success of that movie, the box office numbers are coming in, and she's probably going to be able to ask for a lot more money. So um, the comment earlier about her being in the best possible position, like, yeah, good for her. I hope, I hope she makes double in the next one. Um, but she'll be yeah, she'll be directing it, I think, unless she catches on fire in the meantime. So I think it's just a matter of time before the announcement comes through. It's just, uh, you know, they got to get that flash on lockdown. Definitely. Yeah, no, I, I completely agree. I mean, I saw it from, from two different angles. One, DC doesn't have an actual slate. Like, it doesn't have any more. <laughs> like, they're yeah, literally yeah. just they're playing it. They're playing it day by day. So that's not a shocker, like, at all. Um, they, I don't even think they have, like, a phase set. So we don't even know when, like, the end of their first phase is. So we have no idea what's going on in the inner workings of DC. Um, I mean, for goodness sake, we still have The Rock, um, who's, who's wanted to be Shazam for, like, 30 Black, years Black now. Adam. Uh, Black Adam, I'm yeah. sorry. For, like, 30 years now. And he doesn't even have a director or a movie slated yet. Right. Um, Shazam has a director, not Black Adam. So, I mean, honestly, it's not a shocker. I mean, you know, a, a part two hasn't even necessarily been, like, 
you know, this is the date we're aiming for, the right. year we're aiming for. So that yeah. makes sense. It's early, guys. It's very early. It's you don't need to. You make an interesting point. They might not, you know, we say phases because we've been trained that that is the jargon from Marvel. They might not be right. breaking it up in phases. It might just be like this is the ongoing story that we're telling the same way that, uh, you know, right. comics break up. Like you can call DC as rebirth and Marvel right now is post uh, Civil War Two, but they just it's just sort of a revolving timeline of stories where everybody gets younger and sexier every day. <laughs> yeah, I like that. <laughs> That's awesome, that. right? Yeah. Just keep it like that. Um, I yeah. also saw from another. I also saw from another angle, and Joelle just uh, corrected me before I came on uh, live air and embarrassed myself. I kept thinking to myself, Ooh. like, "Wow, Patty Jenkins would be perfect to do Captain Marvel, like right. perfect <laughs> to just go over, do Captain Marvel, come back, do Wonder Woman two, then do Man of Steel two, just have her do everything. Her and Matt Reeves, just have them team up and just do a whole string of DC projects. Do it." Um, <laughs> But no, I mean, like I said, it's it's way too early. Um, Nick, what were your thoughts? Uh, well, first things first, uh, we should have put an over-under on how long it would take Ashley to bring up Robin. It was right around 20 minutes. <laughs> I'm not sure if I'd have gone under or over there, but we should have we set that up. Um, but... But as far as Patty Jenkins and Wonder Woman 2, um, yeah, I'm kind of of the mindset of you guys. Like, um, there's there's a lot of things that they need to get taken care of uh, in the meantime before that. And honestly, I don't know if y'all have ever seen Monster, um, which was, I believe, her first yeah. feature film. It's an wow. excellent, uh, excellent movie. <laughs> yeah, and, and like... And so, you know, I kind of want her to take this momentum and do something completely different. And then, you know, if if everything lines up and then she can come back and do the sequel to Wonder Woman, great. But, I I mean, I would really like to see her kind of step out and, and, you know, you know how they say, uh, you know, you got to do the – you got to do the art film, and or you got to do the blockbuster, and then you can do the art film. And, you know, that kind of – One for them, one for me. Exactly. And I'd like to see one for her, so to speak. So – um, so I'm, I'm going to be following her very closely to see, you know, just what she does come out with next and whatever it is, I'm going to be really excited for it. Nice. Yeah, no, I, I completely agree. And honestly, that's, that's kind of how you want it to be to where they can get a breakthrough film, like, like Wonder Woman and then just do it actually, you know, she wants to do, um, stay in her, you know, what, what makes her comfortable, do everything that she wants to do, um, film wise. I'd love to mm-hmm. see what comes next for her because that's always fun to see with directors who do these huge films and then their next film might be like a small project. You yeah. know what I'm saying? Or like, even just fun. like something or, or even something like Chris Nolan where it wasn't like a small project but it was just something very different from The Dark Knight. Like he would do a, a Dark Knight movie and then do something in between like Inception or Interstellar or you know something like that. Mm-hmm. Right. Right. And and I like that, honestly. If a director does, like, a superhero a film, like, that's their first, like, huge, huge, huge film, right. I don't necessarily want their very next one to be the same kind of caliber. I kind of want to see them do something else. Take a break in between. Right, take a break in between so I can go, like, wow, like, this person can direct more than just really great superhero movies. Right, right, right. So, it, you know, it, it's definitely really awesome that Nolan can do... Dark Knight trilogies, and then spin that to Inception, and then spin that to Dunkirk. Keep a spin. So, you know yeah, what I'm saying? So, it's, it's really awesome to, to see that. Caitlin, what were your thoughts? Uh, my thoughts, you know, basically when it comes to Patty Jenkins, you know, same thing. It, it's too early to tell. 
it's too early to make any kind of speculation about, you know, her role on, on any film, you know, let, you know, especially Wonder Woman 2. Uh, I think we should just enjoy enjoy what she's put out so far and, and maybe not put the cart in front of the horse, so to speak. Um, uh, but you this know, is the internet, and that's what we do best. <laughs> yeah, exactly, exactly. It's It's like, hey, you know, now that this is over, oh, wait, it's been two seconds. Let's start speculating, you know. <laughs> oh, my God, this is over. I'm going to freak out if I don't, you know, know what's going to happen next. Um, I, I kind of, you know, think, like, the Internet, for, for better or worse, that's kind of become our culture now is, is that we're like, what's next, what's next, what's next? And, um, you know, I think we should just appreciate it for what it is right now as being just a wonderful film. Um, my my husband, he was like grinning the whole time. He was just like just, just had this dopey grin on his face the whole time, and it's not because you know Gal Gadot is like smoking hot, which I mean I'm sure that has something to do with it. But uh, it was all, we would all you know, we would all kiss her face. Let's not lie. Oh, oh my God. so like I I want to buy her a beer, kiss her face. And, and like have her bodyguard me if I were ever in trouble. Um, oh, for real, like, she's amazing. And uh, you know what was so funny about it is that you know my husband came out of the film and, and he was like, "See, that's the kind of hero, like fictionally speaking, that I want you know our daughter to to emulate, to look up to. Like that's what I wanted. You know, he uh, he was really really impressed with it." And, you know, he doesn't get hyper, you know, nerdy about anything like that outside of, like, you know, he's not a huge DC fan. Um, He's more a Marvel fan and moreover a Star Wars fan. So he was super excited about it, and uh, that's definitely something, you know, you're like, oh, yeah, I'll see it in theaters, or oh, yeah, I'll wait till it comes out on video and I'll rent it. That's a buying one. That's like I'm going to buy a special edition Blu-ray, you know, for – 37 bucks if I have to, so I'm pretty excited about it. But are and you going to do what you did with Logan and buy it both digitally and then the hard copy? <laughs> well, yeah. Yeah, I did that, and then uh, and then I watched it, like, two times in one day, like, both in color and war. Um, and, uh, I mean, I was like, I was like, I wonder how it looks, you know, in black and white. <laughs> <laughs> my husband's like, are you, are you serious? I was like, yeah, I want to watch it again. He's like, you just watched it today. I was like, I don't care. <laughs> I'm going to. He's like, what? Don't we already have this on Amazon? I was like, well, yeah, but we had to get a copy. And like, what's your point, man? Like, uh, oh. we also have Rogue One hard copy, and you know, The Force Awakens and all the Star Wars. We have those digitally too. I was like. You know, if there's an earthquake or something, we're covered. <laughs> so it's it's but, all, um, you know, But yeah, to to get more to the point, Patty Jenkins, I I endorse her for any movie that she wants to do ever in the history <laughs> of the world. Like you know what she wants to do a My Little Pony movie, you go right for it, girl. I'm I'm <laughs> behind you. You would make those ponies badass. And I'm so excited. <laughs> So, um, moving on, um, before I put my foot in my mouth, has anybody not gone yet? I'm a little no, scattered today. No, everybody went. That's why we started with Joel. 
so we didn't forget him again. Uh, <laughs> but um, what, what I was going to say, I, I, I just, um, mm-hmm. no, I was just going to say, I, I really wanted to hear um, Ashley's opinion on uh, this whole WB Universal um, back and forth with the whole monster. Uh, you, uh, no, not monster. What is it? It is, it is monster. No, Dark Universe. Dark Universe. Um, that to me is possibly some of the most funniest stuff to ever happen. And I was I was telling Joel the other day, I think Universal is so innocent because they had no idea a dark universe existed anywhere else. Like I'm sure when they were coming up with that whole marketing for it, they were like, You know how awesome Dark Universe is? Like how has no one used this before? Right. And DC's just sitting there like, Yo, what the hell? Like, like, hold on. Like, what do you think whole Justice League Dark is? What do you think that is? That's our dark universe. Right. So it's it's hilarious to know that this could be something that, that goes to the courtroom uh, for them to get the name oh, of the it, dark universe back. It won't, it won't go that far. Um, first of all, I think dark universe is a really dumb name. I don't know why they didn't call them Universal Monsters the way... Everyone yeah. has been calling them since the 1930s. Like, is it the most creative, innovative final? No, but we all know what we're talking about. Um, mm-hmm. I think they'll just do, they'll probably have to pay a fee, and they'll probably do a lot of rebranding. Um, I know a lot of people think it's sort of petty on Warner Brothers' behalf, but uh, IP is really important. That's why, you know, we had the, the uh, Star Trek fan from the Axonar lawsuit last year, uh, last couple of years. Like, that's that's big currency, so I'm not surprised by it. I think it's slightly hilarious because uh, the Dark Universe or DC Uni- or Universal Monster movies or you know whatever we want to call them could not pose less of a threat to superhero movies and the sanctity thereof. Uh, you know, Universal is um, one of those companies that is real desperate for a franchise right now. Um, and I don't even know if the Universal Monsters or, or the Dark Universe is a step in the right direction because uh, that projected $30 million opening for The Mummy ain't going to salvage your studio. But I'll be interested to see how it plays out. I mean, that's like Baywatch opening money. Come on. Yeah. <laughs> that's, that's not even like Tom Cruise's salary, and he produced it. So. <laughs> Great. <laughs> I, am, no, I haven't I mean, seen it, but the report the reports are like pretty, you know, unanimously from what I've seen that that it's his worst movie. But which we kept saying in, in the meeting that we uh, have every week that that's debatable. Uh, <laughs> it really is. I mean, he makes some really great movies about too. <laughs> right, people keep forgetting a few Tom Cruise movies that could be in that conversation. Um, but honestly. <laughs> Actually, you hit it right on the nose. Universal is so strict for a franchise that they're just sitting there and they're like, listen, DC, come on, man. Let this fly. We we did a whole promotion yeah. with, with Tom Cruise and uh, Johnny Depp and everybody, where we, Javier, where we announced it as the Dark Universe. And now we, as, as you know, as the viewers have to unsee that if they lose the ability to use that name. But on the flip side, DC, this is, I'm not going to say this, but this is somewhat around that area, especially mm-hmm. if the next, um, the next thing uh, you're telling us is that we have to wait for Justice League Dark. Like, yeah. it's, it's, it's not anything we're going to see anytime soon. 
So then really you couldn't just let these it's guys not. With <laughs> Sadly. Sadly. So my thing is you can't just let them live with that and you just call it something else, honestly. Yeah. I don't know, man. That's my biggest thing, because honestly, people who go to see these, uh, you know, like the the werewolf and the mummy and Dracula and all that stuff, honestly, they probably nine times out of ten have no idea who the Dark Universe is in the DC uh, Universe. Because honestly, Justice League Dark is almost the darker equivalent of the Garden. Like, no one really, outside of comic book fans, no one really knows who they are. They're, 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 right. They're yeah, not but household I, I will. Yeah, but I will say that may be all, all the more comic fans. Well, and that yeah. may be all the more important reason why they would want that branding. Mm-hmm. I, I can see but that. Yeah, I, just throwing that out, but but I, I do I do find it comical too, just like you guys. I mean, it's uh, I, I'm almost like half expecting the Oakland Raiders to sue Sony for silver and black. Like when they announce when like when, when that comes out, like they're gonna be like, "No, nah, dude, we've had that. That's that's been ours for like fifty years. You can't have that." I mean, that's honestly where we're at at this point. Yeah. <laughs> Warner Brothers like, never established Dark Universe, right? They came out and they said they were because it never came out because the comic books are just like dark, right? So they're not called Dark Universe. No, I think they were thinking about it when they when the announcement came out. They were like, "Oh, it's gonna be called Dark Universe," but nothing came out. I'm like, well, you dragged your feet. Exactly. I think it's more so they're upset Universal got to it before they could uh, start branding with them. Right. But like I said. I, also, I don't no know if you guys have ever worked with, with lawyers before. They work slow. This could have been something that was in the works from the time that the original, like, you know, Universal's whole big showing happened. And it's just taken this long for the paperwork to be filed and for us to hear about it publicly because, man, like, lawyering is out of this world slow. Oh, wow. They're billing by hour, so it's like, hey, how can yeah. I bill my client for by hour? I'm going to work, like, 500 hours on this. <laughs> yeah, no, I, I can so, definitely see that, but... That, that's why I was saying I feel as though Universal is completely innocent in, in this matter. Like, they literally had no <laughs> idea a name that was used somewhere else. Like, I'm sure they all felt extremely clever when they came up with it. <laughs> and they were just <laughs> patting each other on the back. Like, this I is like great. Name. Like People name. are going to love it. And then DC's just like, yeah, oh, no, we already name. got that, buddy. Sorry. We'll see what happens. Um, but, no, to move on to, to more uh, DC news. This is a story I wanted to bring up while we had you, Ashley, mainly because it got way more traction than it should have. Josh Gad uh, teasing the the Penguin uh, at DC Studios with um, Jeff Johns holding up a comic. uh, John Berg holding up the comic. Oh, yeah, that's that's so funny because that's the lobby for DC Comics where they are. (laughs) I'm going to be completely honest. When I first saw him do that, and you can ask Joel. I started telling everyone, like, chill out. It's literally probably for, like, an animated film. Literally. Uh, I don't know. I mean, Josh Gad is a pretty big star right now. He would be a great penguin. I pictures specifically to get people's hackles up, and it's completely worked. Um, I don't think Penguin is a, is a, a likely candidate for an upcoming solo Batman movie, but that's just me talking out of my butt. Um, 
but I like Josh Gad. <laughs> He's a very nice human, and I would totally be down if they wanted to cast him in the movie. But yeah, I think it's a bunch of people who are reading into something that there's nothing to read into. And I think when that photo was taken, uh, everyone knew exactly what they were doing. <laughs> right. Mm-hmm. And honestly, Josh Gad has um, been of the fans for so long. I mean, come on. The whole thing with Daisy Ridley trying to get uh, answers out of her yeah. while they were filming, mm-hmm. that was hilarious. That's Josh Gad. He plays to the, you know, to the people. So he knew what he was doing. That's the second time he sees That's that. the second time he sees it. But I don't know. It just, and when I said I, it screamed animated movie to me, it, it was no disrespect to Josh Gad, me thinking oh. that he couldn't do it. I think that's it was it just, oh, no, I, I just, just meant that. That I don't think the animated movies would have the budget for him. <laughs> yeah, that's very true. That's, that's very that's true. It just, He's got a me, good agent. <laughs> I bet he does. Because all I kept thinking was, all right, well, the Batman's not in any kind of, um, like, they, they're not launching that anytime soon. Yeah, right. Gotham City oh, Fire, yeah, that's, that's, very far true. Out of, that's far out of the way. So, like, where would we see Penguin? Like, we wouldn't see him in... In these Justice League reshoots, or you know, what I'm or an Aquaman. There's so, so many Batman has movies coming. Right, out. you could fit them anywhere. Right, you could fit them anywhere, but nothing started. Nothing's imminent. Right. So I mean, wouldn't it be I just funny kinda... if like Robin Lord Taylor just sort of morphed into him over the course of the next season of Gotham? <laughs> that would that would be hilarious. That, right. That would be awesome, actually. Hell yeah. Um, we actually had uh our very own artists come up with a, um, a a fan edit of Josh Gad as the Penguin. Now, we're definitely going to share with you, Ashley, um, after the nice. show. It looks awesome, and it kind of makes me want him to be the it Penguin. It was, it was really awesome. It's a beautiful picture. Really good picture. Uh, Nick, what are your thoughts on um, Josh Gad uh, poking at it? Uh, I mean, I honestly, I, it just goes back to, like, what was it, two – maybe three months ago when uh, Ryan Reynolds uh, and and Hugh Jackman took the picture with Pierce Brosnan, and we all were like, oh, Pierce Brosnan's going to be Cable. Oh, wait, no, maybe he's going to be Mr. Sinister. Like, I mean, we were all guilty of it. And I'm so I was, glad he's I, I was, was and am still <laughs> on the Mr. Sinister bandwagon. Like, if that did happen, I think he'd be perfect for that. Um, but nevertheless, like, um, yeah, yeah, I mean, I think – like Ashley said, they knew what they were doing. It's, it's 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 kind of you know playing fun and games. It doesn't. It could mean something, but it doesn't necessarily mean anything. Um, but as far as him as the penguin, I'm still on that Pat Oswalt train, and I ain't getting off it until oh, like. Man. <laughs> it, I'm not getting off it until you know the 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 train reaches the station. But nevertheless, I would still be. I would be 100% cool with Josh Gad. You know what, Nick? I just want to add really quick. People sleep on Patton Oswalt. They uh, do. And they should They should not. Um, very talented uh, man. Uh, they definitely should not sleep on really? him. <laughs> yeah, I feel as though they do. I mean, maybe I'm, so I'm wrong, but I do feel as though they do. I mean, because in cinema, at least. In cinema. Because um, when a lot of people, people I, mean, I think a lot of people just look at him as a as a, a comedic actor. Like they don't think of him in any kind of sense beyond that. Oh, that's right. so sad. Because you're right, he's tremendous. Yeah. Yeah. So I mean, he's awesome. I'd say I'd say maybe he should get the phone call before Josh Gad. But Josh Gad's a more 
known <laughs> or more right now type he's of guy. Right, he's on the rise. So he definitely get that phone call well before uh, Patton did. But, Joel, what are your thoughts? I think where the smoke is fire, in my opinion. I mean, that's twice he sees that he tweeted the he tweeted a picture not that long ago, and he came out with that picture with with uh, Jeff Johns and John Berg. And I'm like, it might be nothing, but I, I feel like there is something to it. I don't know what it is. Is it a movie? I don't know. But I feel like there is some smoke where there's, and where there's smoke, sometimes there's fire. I mean, honestly, <laughs> we've been getting that nonstop from everybody. Not everybody. No, no, think about it. Let's let's not forget. Like that, let's man. not forget. Um, what's his name? The director of uh, who did Suicide Squad. Air. David Air. Let's Ayer. not forget the, the mysterious black mask post. Yeah, but and then the director. Right, but I'm saying DC as a whole, a lot of different parts of DC yeah, has just been like, teasing a lot of stuff. I get what you're saying. And then we don't hear anything else about it. Well, that's different. Yeah. Yeah. Ar- just, Army Hammer is the other one that comes to mind. Absolutely. Everyone's following him right now. Only right, difference right. is, so only difference is, Army Hammer has not like lobbied for anything. Right. We just keep assuming. He never tweeted Green Lantern. Right. He was he supposed to be Batman. Any... He was supposed to be yes, Batman yes, before George Miller's uh, piece. Yeah, he was. Yep. Oh yeah, that's right. Crazy, yeah. What's crazy is everybody around, everybody <laughs> around right. Army Hammer keeps uh, suggesting that he's yeah. in, he's in the DCEU. Army Hammer, Army Hammer, sitting back like. I haven't received a call from anybody. I have no idea what you guys yeah, are talking about. But Henry Cavill has also been teasing Green Lantern and all that. Absolutely. And then you not get him, the, not him, but Green Lantern the character. And then you get The Rock who comes out and is like, yeah, you know, there was a guy who did that movie. Oh, you know, who, Hammer, yeah. Who trying to be pretty good for Shazam, and it's like, all right, well, listen, something's happening, guys, <laughs> with Army Hammer. Um, but Caitlin, what are your thoughts? Uh, you know, I'm on the, I'm on the, the bandwagon I guess with Joel in terms of where there's smoke there's fire I, I don't think that they you know I, I don't think anybody in Hollywood really makes mistakes that often in terms of you know I think um, you're being very when it comes, <laughs> yeah like when it comes to to tweeting about their own careers and stuff and things mm. that they're directly involved with um, you know, uh, The Rock tweeting about somebody else like, uh, you know, Army Hammer and saying, oh, he would be great for such and such. You know, that's, you know, hearsay. It's it's third-party info. It's one actor commenting, hey, I think this guy might be good for this role. But when an actor is tweeting about, uh, you know, a, a role in relation to themselves when, you know, it had been previously hinted at, you know, if it looks like a duck, it quacks like a duck. It's it's probably a duck. Uh, you know, and, and you kind of get that 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 there are no accidents. I, I I don't think anymore. I mean, unless it comes to like Donald Trump. I mean, that's uh, you know. I mean, like our president tweets things accidentally, or I mean, or you know what? He's probably just insane and just does it purposely, but doesn't realize what he's saying half the time, but that's Go neither traffic. here nor there. That's, that's a yeah, well, I mean, I mean, the, the closest but, thing to, to, the, to the Josh Gad story is we, um, is the closest thing to that is Tyree, who has been lobbying to yeah. be Jon Stewart since the mention of, like, a Green Lantern film. I mean, he keeps Banner. just taking pictures common, of common as well. Warner Brothers. Yeah, yeah and common also. He was Green Lantern, though, at one point, but yes, a small bit, like, like uh, Army Hammer was. Yep. So, I mean, it, it, it's yeah, hilarious. 
Well, Go it's ahead. like it's part political. It's part political because yeah, you see that like he's lobbying to be this character. Like, hey, look at me. Like, I would be great for this part. In it worked for Tom Holland. He said he wanted to be yeah. Spider-Man for a hundred years, and now he's Spider-Man. <laughs> yeah, doing all those flips yeah. I mean, and those videos and everything totally out. sold everyone. Right. Well, I mean, they, he's obviously they, incredibly they, talented they, and a great choice, but. <laughs> yeah. Well, I mean, I keep saying he looks like he's the best Spider-Man. Oh, yeah. I mean, he. I'm really super psyched for Tom Holland. But when it comes to Joss Gad, when he teased it, it's with, mm-hmm. you know, John Burke and Jeff Johns. So, I mean, this wasn't with, like, a couple of people off the street that also right. thought that he would make a big penguin. It was, you know, with people in that industry who, you know, obviously have something to do with it. So you, you're like, okay. Hey you know, it's one right. thing to be like, hey, I would be great as this role. And, hey, look, I'm going to hold a picture of a comic book that people have been speculating that, you know, I might play this role, and uh, I'm not only going to do that, but I'm going to tweet it with a couple of people who are influential to me getting that role. So, yeah. I, I no, mean, I mean, that's, that's I completely that's really understand. That. Smoke for me, man. Yeah, that's no, smoke. no, no. I I understand what you and Caitlin are saying. There's definitely some smoke to it. Um, yeah, <laughs> but we got we got an, another um, curveball for Marvel. What was it? A few weeks to uh, maybe a month ago, um, where we got from the director of the Punisher series, oh yeah, of yeah, yeah. uh, a poster, an official poster, um, letting us know it'd be out sometime this fall. It was an actor, actually. That, that, it was the picture. actor. Yeah, the director just told, said what month it was going to be. Oh, okay. The okay. poster told us what it was coming out this year. Got you, got you. Can <laughs> I just say, Marvel? Listen, okay. Stop spoiling us, okay? Because you're spoiling us rotten, all right? <laughs> Spider-Man, Thor Ragnarok, um, we still have the Defenders. Yeah, and then Punisher. Right? And now Punisher. Like, stop it. You're yeah. spoiling us too much, okay? You haven't seen nothing. Yeah, wait for Comic-Con. Right? Because now what we're yeah, going to do Yeah, not to mention Inhumans. And not oh, to mention yeah. Inhumans. Oh, Inhumans with those, with those wig lines. <laughs> <laughs> so now heading in, Scott Buck that. Heading into uh, 2018, we're going to expect the same exact amount of stuff in, in the next year. Yeah. No, but, I mean, I'm really excited for this. I'm so excited for this. The fact that Jigsaw is, is a villain, and I think I'm one of the rare people who loved Ray Stevenson's um, Punisher. Yeah, Warzone. Yes, Punisher Warzone. I really adored that movie. Uh, I'm really excited to see what um, John Barenthal can, can give us in a full – uh, season long um, of, of, of Punisher. It's only eight episodes. It's only eight episodes? I think so, yeah. What, what do you mean it's only eight episodes? I think it's only eight. Like Defenders. Defenders, eight. Yeah, but Defenders is fine. That's like everyone coming hey, together. Everybody complains that the, the, those uh, shows are a little too long, so why not just make it eight? No, come on. Do you not, did you not see how violent Punisher was in, yeah. in Daredevil? Yeah, and you're that. shortening a season of that for us? Maybe it's better for him. That's robbery. But Ashley, what are your thoughts on uh, Punisher coming out uh, this year? So I know someone who worked on it, so I actually know a lot about it. So all I'm going to say is I hope it's really great, uh, and I'm <laughs> and I'm I'm honestly surprised that it's coming out as early as it is. But I think John Bernthal was tremendous. Um, I've had opportunities to speak with him in the past, and he's a total nerd who loves the character, and I think that's what the character needs. 
And I'm, like, just really happy for his success because he's such a nice guy. <laughs> I mean, absolutely. That's all we hear is he's just such a nice guy. That's a machine. Oh, and yeah, he's short. He That's great. the other thing. <laughs> <laughs> That's good to know. I didn't know. Uh, <laughs> yeah, they, they they definitely put him on Apple boxes. I'll say that. Yeah. Um, no, but I, I'll I, tell you I all the tea about who's short and who's tall. <laughs> <laughs> nah, that's good to know. But no, I, I completely agree with you. It is a little um, strange that it does come out as soon as it does. But I, I think the mm-hmm. reason why they're doing that is because I think next year we'll start with um, Luke Cage, uh, either Luke Cage or Jessica Jones, oh, and any other. We'll oh, I hope it's Luke Cage. <laughs> I do too. Luke I mean, we're seeing. Luke Cage and Jessica Jones are both filming right, right now. Jessica right. Jones will be wrapping up soon, and, uh, and Luke Cage just started. They're going to start filming at the end of the year. Oh, my goodness. Marvel, again. Yeah, Luke, Luke, Luke Cage, they, they, just, they just, I think, finished writing it not too long ago. Yeah, we actually um, are pretty good friends with uh, Shayel Hadari, um, who's the showrunner. Oh. Uh, Luke Cage. So we actually we interviewed him a while ago, um, yeah. not too long ago, and he actually I'll was telling us. Secrets. We're gonna... Yeah, <laughs> we wish we knew more, right? <laughs> we did. We do wish we knew more. Um, but he's very tight-lipped. <laughs> he didn't even want. To... I asked him what were he his thoughts. Exactly. I, all I asked him was what what were his thoughts on the defenders, like did he enjoy it, and he couldn't even tell me that. <laughs> all he could tell <laughs> me was his thoughts. That was all he told us. Yeah, Marvel, Marvel's, like, notorious for having, like, the Marvel snipers who make sure that nobody tells secrets and everybody's in line. And... Absolutely. <laughs> he actually was telling us about how serious they are about um, yeah. not letting anything out. So I told him, I said, well, listen, I'm not going to question you anymore. I don't know what Marvel security guard is, like, over your shoulder right oh, now. Right. So no, we'll leave it alone. Um, but, Nick, what are your thoughts on um, – yeah, they are listening. <laughs> Nick, what were your thoughts about uh, Punisher coming out this year? I can't wait. <clears throat> like, I just absolutely adore, every, like, just their Netflix universe in general. I was, y'all know, I was I was sorely disappointed with Iron Fist, as were a lot of people. Um, Everyone. But, uh, well, no, I mean, y'all, y'all weren't as disappointed as I was. Y'all, y- y'all. I think I think I was the hardest on it out of everybody here at Deep Vibes, but nevertheless, um, like I'm super excited for Defenders. I, I Punisher was was definitely like my my highlight of season two of Daredevil. I just thought that the way they structured that show with him, like it was it was it was like a perfect three act play because they had. Daredevil versus the Punisher at the beginning, and then in comes Elektra, and then everything comes back full circle at the end when uh, when Kingpin shows back up. And it was just it was just like perfectly constructed. I loved it. I loved every single episode. As far as them doing eight episodes for Punisher, I I tend to side on do however many shows you need to tell your story and make Mm. each episode as long as it needs to be to tell that story. I love what, like, not only Netflix, but even, like, FX. FX does a great job. They did it with Legion. They're currently doing it right now with season three of Fargo, which has just been out of this world great, Um, where, you know, they allow their directors 
to, uh, you know, have a 45-minute episode is obviously what's desirable for, for something like FX. But if the director needs it to be 53 minutes or an hour, like, they make it work. And I, I love that. I love that they don't have to try to fit something in such a tight box when it's, when it's honestly not necessary. So if you want to if, – if eight episodes is the way to go to tell the story, perfect. Do eight episodes. If you need 13, do 13. But don't try to fit – you know, 16 hours worth of stuff in 13 or eight hours worth in 13 or whatever. Like, just just let it roll. Yeah, no, I, I completely understand that. And a lot of the complaints of um, Daredevil, Jessica Jones, and Luke Cage and, and Iron Fist, too many fillers. Um, mm-hmm. there's, there's episodes there that are just like, they're just there to be there. Um, and a lot of people are like, we don't really want that. Like, just get rid of that. If you have to reduce the episodes, reduce the episodes. But Nick makes a great point. In reducing the episodes, don't now then shove a whole bunch of stuff in just to, to make it fit in those eight episodes. So I assume eight episodes is where they're going. They made sure everything is perfectly constructed. Um, everything's put in there properly. Right. So if that's the case, then then I'm fine. I'm just saying he is such a great punisher. Yeah. I need more than just eight. Cause that's, how I felt after <laughs> that's fair. That's totally fair. <laughs> that's how I felt after Stranger Things. I was just like, whoa, like dang, like I need more episodes. Are you serious? This is this is done. Um. So I mean, that's definitely something that fans look at and, and struggle with. But the creators are like, dude, we know what we're doing. You'll enjoy it. You'll get it. You'll enjoy it. Just don't worry. Um, but yeah, so you know that that's something we're we're looking forward to. Um, what is next? We have so much news. Oh, Joel, can I I'll say you... something about Punisher? Oh my goodness, Caitlin, I'm so sorry. I thought we started. <laughs> with I'm sorry. I was waiting. <laughs> I'm sorry, I don't, go ahead. No, I've done no, I've done it to you all before, so I mean it's like it's karma. So <laughs> like, can I do you mind if maybe I say a little song about the puncher? Um which is like the most non puncher thing or way that I could say it. Uh, you sound so like, sweet and southern. <laughs> yeah. So timid. <laughs> it's like, oh, y'all mind? Uh rather than hey, Mother effers, I'm going to say something about <laughs> right now. Um, and uh, in, in that regard, um, my husband, I hate, you know, bring him up. He, he's my other half of my nerd team. Um, you know, we sat down and watched Daredevil. And I'm more like Daredevil. I, you know, I, I grew up in a law enforcement and lawyer type family. So, Ashley, when he says, like, lawyers take a really long time, trust me, I know. <laughs> oh, man. Um, I just I just recently uh, be, became eligible to become an American citizen, so I've been all immigration lawyers all the time. Wow. Oh, congratulations! That's awesome. Thank yeah. you. Welcome, Welcome to, to our America. country. <laughs> well, yeah, I'll get to vote next time. Maybe you can fix things. Only <laughs> <laughs> like throw throw in an X Men <laughs> reference. I'm gonna be like I. I hope you survive the experience. <laughs> Thank you. Uh, yeah, most people home. are trying to get to Canada right now, not coming here. <laughs> um, I hope you all have $5,000 uh, in a job lineup. <laughs> 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 completely, completely take over your, your conversation, your point. 
<laughs> oh, no, 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 you're fine, you're fine. No, no, congratulations on becoming an American citizen. That's, that's yeah. very, very cool. Um, I, um, and, and I commend you for that. That's, that's really cool. You, you go hard. Like, everybody's trying to get to Canada, and you're like, no, I'm going to come to America. <laughs> I'm going back and exam a lot. But more to the Punisher point, um, because I have a tendency to go off on other subjects uh, a lot. Um, I really like Punisher, um, like I said, I, but I'm more in line with, with kind of the, the daredevil philosophy of things. And my husband, he's the Marine. I'm the Navy girl. I was a cop in the Navy. He was infantry in the Marines. So, I mean, it definitely speaks to our experiences in the military and just our basic, I guess, ethos or whatever. He's like, yeah, Punisher. And I'm like, well, maybe he should not blow that guy's head off. Um, that, is, that is probably not legal. And uh, and and, uh, and Sam's like, hell yeah! And I'm like, oh god. And then and then I'm like, what is it, what is going to become of our daughter? And so, uh, but uh, you know, and, and I'm sure she's going to have a lot of fun stories to tell later in life. You know, being the daughter of a you know, two nerds, one a Marine and one a uh, Navy cop. So um, in that regard, I'm really still, I'm excited. I like Punisher. I like the Tom Jane version. I like the, the Netflix version. And even not being a huge Punisher fan, I'm still psyched. You know, they, they've treated it well. They've done a great job. He is a phenomenal actor. I mean, mm-hmm. Walking mm-hmm. Dead and, and, oh, my goodness, he is so good. And uh, uh, so I, yeah, I'm psyched. That's the you know, best way I can put it. I'm, I'm excited. Yeah, no, definitely. We're, we're all super excited for this. Um, Defenders is first, and then we'll get right into uh, the Punisher. I'm actually really interested to see how one sets up the other, um, or if it it does at all, at all, if it connects at all, because it may Karen's not. It. Karen is in it, but we don't know that Karen's in the Defenders. We don't. So, no, I don't think we do. Um, <laughs> don't quote me. Don't yeah, don't don't quote Joel. All right, so let's talk a little bit of Infinity War. Um, we just got word that trying to see his name because I always butcher names. Oh wait, no, I can't butcher this. Mayonnaise. Winston Duke. There we go. Um, Mayonnaise is going <laughs> to be joining the cast of Avengers Infinity War. We also know Chadwick Boseman a few days ago uh, just started filming his portion of Infinity War. Can I just say, I keep thinking to myself, there is no way this movie can be less than three hours. There is <laughs> no way. There's no way. Like, uh, this has to be the first movie in history that's like, you know what, we got to go three and a half hours, guys. Right. Sorry. Just so much. Oh to come do. on, dude! Gone with the wind. They'll put an intermission in there and everything, dude. <laughs> <laughs> Just play that cheesy music over it. It'll be great. All I'm saying, picture if, picture if they did that and the intermission was just nothing but Stan Lee just talking about like the good old days. <laughs> How awesome would that be? We're just like, all right, with sorry the, guys. With the watchers. With, with the watchers. Yeah. With the watchers. That, that awesome. would be so awesome. That's how the MCU ends, actually. Exactly. You know You know what? Now we need to make phone calls and make sure this happens. This movie now <laughs> has three and a half hours long. Seriously, this movie is going to, to do something. Like, I, I didn't think Avengers could be something that could be top as far as, like, 
wow, all the heroes together for the first time ever, right. especially that, that back-to-back shot of them all in the circle. Mm-hmm. Infinity War may put that, like, on a whole new level. Right. Because how are you going to do, like, back-to-backs with, like, 30 characters? Yeah. Like, yeah. Are they gonna all be in a line like they used to do the Power Rangers back in the day, where they're all in one big line? Oh man, <laughs> <laughs> that's all I keep thinking. Like explosions in the background. Right? They they all get together. They Slow all dolly pose. zoom on everyone. <laughs> <laughs> they all pose, and then you see like their respective color smokes in the yeah. background. Slow march. Right? Slow motion. <laughs> it just I can't picture how colossal this film is gonna be. But Ashley, I'm curious, what are your expectations or what are you looking forward to um, in Infinity War? I'm looking forward to Chadwick Boseman getting the opportunity to take his shirt off and hang out in a hot tub the same way that uh, Chris Hemsworth was able to in the last Avengers movie. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah. I'm, uh, I'm, I'm super here for that. He's my new Marvel boyfriend, regardless of how the Black Panther movie goes. <laughs> <laughs> Um, man, I don't even know what to expect anymore because, like you said, there's going to be like 195,000 characters in it. <laughs> <laughs> and my main hope is that they all get um, equally represented because I think there's a good chance that a bunch of people's contracts are up and this might be their last movie. And then I would be concerned that it's going to be sort of the same class of Avengers that we're used to seeing in the forefront rather than some of the quote, new Avengers. I know that's not what the team's called, but that's what everyone's calling them online, so sorry. Don't tweet at me. No, no, no. Um, <laughs> that's the term they use, actually. Because uh, I, really, I really just want, like, the Vision and Captain Marvel, and then, like, maybe Miss Marvel, because I would do anything to see Kamala in a movie. Um, <laughs> and Spider-Man get a chance to be as heroic as we saw, like, you phase one Avengers, I guess I'll call them. Like, when you're talking about, like, the, the circle shot where everyone, like, comes together as a team for the first time, like, we need a moment like that, but we also need that for the Guardians, and we also need that for any new characters going to be introduced in this movie, and we also need that for, like, maybe we'll get Daredevil in this, any of the TV people that they miraculously have been lying to us about and might manage to show up in this movie. So please uh-huh. put Daredevil in the cinematic universe. <laughs> Very but, true. Yeah, I'm on board with that too. I'm mostly yeah. just excited and then perplexed as to how any of it is going to happen, and I don't envy anyone in charge of that movie. <laughs> I am I am right there with you. Um, the Russos have possibly one of the hardest jobs ever. Um, mm-hmm. Mainly, mainly what I'm hoping for is one for uh, start to yell, Peter. And for Quill and uh, Parker to both turn around and go, what? That'd be hilarious. Oh, nice. And we need, and I when I say need, we need this more than anything else. We need Stark, Strange to look at each other and then start to go, we're mustache bros. Just like in the comics. And then Stark goes, high five me and Strange no. goes, I'm going Someone has to go, no shit, Sherlock, to that. Yes, Yes, that would be awesome. And then you just both start and strange to kind of look at each other weird. That would be awesome. But as far as like the move on. (laughs) Exactly, exactly. But as far as like the defenders possibly being in this film, I'd actually really like where um, we get a shot of, like, the Avengers battling uh, whatever the henchmen Thanos is throwing at them. Right. And you just kind of see, like, everyone's, like, fleeing. 
and all you see is like Matt um, and, and the rest of the guys kind of like walk out of like, you know, this restaurant or whatever and just stand outside and it just zooms in on them really quickly. Oh, and it, Yeah, the defenders and then it goes back to the battle. Because to yeah, that's me, all, that's all you need. <laughs> that's all we need. Because to me, it's already too many characters. So all we need is for them to kind of like Damn just it. acknowledge them. Because I assume mm-hmm. majority of the Earth battles will probably be in New York, right. where the Avengers uh, Tower is. Right. Um. So I just need a small little highlight, like us acknowledging that they exist in the same movie universe. Right. Um. Because we know that they exist in the same universe. Because how many times have we heard Jessica Jones mention the green monster? Like, I'm not him. Yeah. You know, don't try to make me as bad right. as the green the guy. The green guy, yeah. Right. I mean, we so, put Colton on a TV show, for God's sake. And Sif. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. I mean, honestly, can we get Colton in Avengers 4? <laughs> Since yeah. that's probably the last we're going to see of the original cast, can we get him to come back, please? Right. Like, seriously. There's a billion ways we can make Steve. that. Do it for Steve. Do it for Emotional Steve. Emotional closure. <laughs> exactly. They need their closure. They need it. Yeah. <laughs> Those two need it. They got time to, like, the, the, exactly. the heal, you know. It's exactly. Over. And then for him back. to pop up in, like, a crucial moment yeah. where they need him the most, that'd be awesome. Oh, yeah. Yep. Just make it happen. But, um, Caitlin, what are your thoughts on Infinity War? Like, what are you expecting? What are you looking forward to the most? Hmm. I'm. Where are you? I don't know. I'm I'm keeping I, I'm uh, cautiously optimistic. I'm trying to I'm trying to put my thoughts into words right now, and it's it's exceedingly difficult today. Um, <laughs> I'm so sorry. I I'm excited for Infinity War. Uh, this has been spanning for years and years and years. It's going to be difficult with such a large cast. I like I don't know how they're going to do it, and like y'all said, I. I do not envy them at all what they have to uh, accomplish, I guess, to, you know, uh, create the movies that they've kind of set up so far. Um, large cast, lots of story, lots of action, and, and make it all tie together very neatly. At, that's, that is a big, big tall order. Um, I think they're going to do a good job personally, but I'm a Marvel fangirl, so like, <laughs> what else is new? Like, what else would I say? I'm like, no, I think it's going to suck. But I don't know. <laughs> I'm really, like, super I'm really psyched about it. I don't it. even I'm, know how it happened. She said it was going to suck and it was horrible. <laughs> <laughs> like, how do you know? Um, I really, um, I'm so so psyched that they're they're marrying Guardians of the Galaxy. I love Guardians of the Galaxy. I, I am such a huge fan of both of those and like I even will go so far as to say that the second one was better than the first. I thought it was great but um, I know a couple people particularly on the phone right now disagree with me. But, you know, <laughs> I'm not going to name names but whatever. Um, everybody's entitled to their opinion. I don't disagree with you. However, you what? I don't disagree with you. Uh, all right. Well, there's one. Um, <laughs> and, um, yay! Let's get jackets. Um, <laughs> so, um, and we'll get it bejeweled with, like, I thought Guardians 2 was better than Guardians 1. <laughs> and, uh, 
So with that in mind, all joking aside, I'm, I, that's what I'm really, really psyched about is that, you know, the Avengers and the Guardians are really going to meet up. And, like, God, look, they're going to team up. I don't know. I, I, I just I lose my mind over stuff like that. Like, when, when, when you know, worlds collide kind of thing after – after so much world building and character development to see, you know, your favorite characters interact with each other. It's just like super exciting for me as, as a fan. So um, like, not like, you know, what if, you know, Wonder Woman met, you know, um, you know, I guess I hate to, you know, strawberry shortcake or something like that, but it's like, like more I'd watch that. the same <laughs> Yeah, I know, you know, I said it, and then I'm like, you know what, I might watch that. Like, you know, I might watch that. Um, nobody take that. That's mine, okay? I, I'm copyright. copyrighting it right now. <laughs> but, uh, strawberry shortcake meets Wonder Woman. Anyway, okay, I'm getting off topic again. I'm a little ADD today. Uh, so, but, yeah, no, I'm like, I think it's going to be great. I do agree. I, I, I don't see this. Uh, going under three hours, I mean, it's it's gonna it's gonna be long, um, and and they might have to do <laughs> a uh, um, Gone with the Wind type intermission in the middle, and everybody goes out to the lobby and stretches their legs, and they'll have to like flick of the lights in between, like you have five minutes to get to your seat, and you know everybody takes a bathroom break. So yeah, I well, I'd be interesting to see how it plays out. Nick, what are your thoughts? Oh man, I am so pumped. I uh, I can't remember if, if it was the Russo brothers who said it, or if it was somebody who uh, was close to the movie, or what it was exactly. But I do remember a story in which I think it was the Russo brothers who who mentioned the film Nashville and how they used like a bunch of different vignettes. To, to connect uh, like a greater story and they were going to kind of use that as like a model. So I think that's the best way to go. You have like, like each character or each, each character's team, each team like have, you know, these little vignette moments that all kind of come together and, and kind of end up to where like in the third act, everything collides and then you've got like everybody all together and you just kind of hit the, hit the moments along the way. And so that way, like Ashley said, you can get like each character can, can have their kind of moment to shine very much like they were able to accomplish in civil war, like where even the characters who didn't have the most screen time still were just these hugely impactful characters. And, and they like basically, all had their moments. Like, I mean, Ant-Man was hardly in the movie, but he, he stole a show in some moments. He had some of the best scenes. Um, so, I mean, I think the Russo brothers are the perfect people to, uh, to tackle this, but I do think it'll be interesting if they did do like a, um, if they did a, uh, like an intermission, like would, would we Marvel fans trust that? Like, wouldn't we all stay seated and be like, I know you're going to show me something. Like, I know there's it. Gonna like, there's going to be something in there. Like, I'm not getting out of my seat. I, I've had to pee for 30 minutes. I'll hold it for another two hours. <laughs> that is too funny. I'm going to be completely honest. Only with Marvel films <laughs> would I sit there, even if I had to pee and not want to move. Like, not even a muscle. Um, but no, I mean, I completely agree with, with what everyone was saying. I mean, the hardest thing or the most important thing is we have to remember, you're not a team heading into this movie. 
half the Avengers are fugitives right now. You have no idea where Steve is. You have no idea where um, Ant-Man is. Uh, we assume they're all together, but we have no idea where they are. Um, oh, no, they'll have... be staying in Luke's theater, like right after Civil War. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, you even have Spider-Man trying to become an Avenger. You know, you have Stark. We don't know if Rhodey's walking yet. We assume he is by Avengers, or he's better at, you know, than, than what he was from Civil War. Um, Winter Soldier, we know, is in um, Wakanda. Black Panther isn't really a team guy, so he, he's gonna be, it's going to be interesting to kind of have him want to come join in on, on what's going on. And then the biggest thing is, you have the Guardians who are like, no, we protect the galaxy. Who the hell are you? Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, why did you... <laughs> We got this. We got this under control. We don't need you. Right. Um, and the most important thing is, two of the of the um, guardians actually have direct ties to Thanos. Yep. So mm-hmm. they need the guardians more than the guardians will ever need the Avengers. Right. And then the wild card is you have Thor and Banner that come back to Earth and it's just like, what the hell is going on? Here? Yeah. Like, wh- where's Steve? What you know? What what happened to you guys while we were gone? Fighting each other all up in Ragnarok. <laughs> What's been going on? Right. So it's it's so I mean many for One minute. Exactly. Wait, That's what I'm Thor's gonna sorry. say. Thor's gonna yeah. be like Age of Ultron. I left you guys. We were fine. What the yeah. hell happened while I was gone? And then you got poor like, poor Banner. Never leave. Right. And then you got poor Banner. That's just like, listen. This is why I left. <laughs> like, I'm gonna go. Trouble in Midgard. <laughs> yes. So it, it's so it's so interesting, and then also the wild card of Doctor Strange, who knows none of mm-hmm. these people um, except for Thor. Thor is the only person. So it's gonna be so interesting the huge sit down that they're gonna have to have because we can assume they're not gonna have another dinner party like they did in Age of Ultron. <laughs> that is gonna be like how hard is that gonna be? Yeah. Have all these moving parts in one room together, and you have to get them all screen time. Better end with Shawn. It should end with shawarma, honestly, to be completely honest with you. We need a shawarma thing. Um, but no, I wanted to get into, really quick before we go into um, Fox, I wanted to go into what we see happening with the MCU after Avengers 4. And um, Nick, you know I've been pitching this for forever. I think Phase 4, um, when... Um, God, I can't, I can't remember anything. Kevin Feige, when he announces um, Phase 4, it's going to be the number four with the circle around it, and you'll see, like, the flames around it to insinuate, like, Johnny Storm. I think Fantastic that, Four is coming. That's been a rumor for a long time. I hope that's true. <laughs> yeah, I think Fantastic Four is coming home, and the only reason why I want that to be true is because think about after Thanos. Like, where do you go after Thanos? There's three, there's three places you go after Thanos. Super Scroll, Doctor Doom, and Galactus. Uh, Galactus. Galactus. Or Dormammu. They could do that if they don't Dormammu. get it back. But, but like, I mean, everybody, everybody wants to see Fantastic Four go back, though. So, like, that, that's it, it. Just needs to happen. And you know what's crazy? I don't even care about Fantastic Four. I just want their villains. <laughs> like, like <laughs> Keep the heroes. I just want your villains. Like Doctor Doom, Super Strolls, uh, Galactus, and even Silver Surfer. I want Silver Surfer. Like, I don't need Mr. Fantastic, Johnny. Like, I don't need any of that. 
It'll be tragic, to... though, that Benedict Cumberbatch will never play Doctor Doom because he would have been so good. Mm-hmm. I'd even go a step further and say it's a shame Mads Mikkelsen will never get the opportunity to play Doctor yeah. Doom because he'd be awesome. Sure. I, like so, I like that a lot. You yeah, know what I'm saying? That would have been awesome, Mads Mikkelsen, as, as um, Doctor Doom. I can't see like where what villain they go to for the fourth film if they if they finish Thanos in three, but that that's probably not. No, gonna they're not. They're gonna finish him in four. Yeah, it's they're probably gonna not finish gonna him in four. Because I think three will be his setup, but it'll be uh, the Avengers um, fighting his um, his lackeys. Right. So, so and then in four, it's all out war. Right. Who knows? Who knows? Considering war is the title, whatever. Point <laughs> is, four. I have no idea where they're gonna go. I hope you're right. I hope Fantastic Four is where it ends up, and it's a, I'm not sure if they make a deal because it comes in earlier, or if Fox is not, you know, let them just, let time go by, and then transfers over. I mean, we have to remember the main deal between the two of them. Fox has to pump out movies, yeah. and we've heard nothing since that Graveyard movie. And stop, remi- and stop reminding them that they have it. Right? So stop asking them questions. <laughs> That's what we should just tell everybody in any interview they have with Fox. Like, don't mention Fantastic Four. Yeah. They may forget they have it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and then I Marvel think drink put a pretty, pretty sour taste in everyone's mouth on that property over at Fox. <laughs> Absolutely. I think yeah. he might have done us the biggest favor. Like, Fox might be like, you know what? Maybe we're not good at doing this. Let's it, just worry about it, everything it else. Almost, if that's the case, right? it's almost enough for me to forgive him for that horrific movie he made. I mean, not quite. <laughs> pretty close. Honestly, he <laughs> Well, he I've forgiven him because of Logan, Deadpool, and Legion. Like, I'm, I'm already, like, oh, he, he I, didn't I, you're, those, you're totally in my good graces now, Fox. Yeah, Fox, oh, Fox I just is meant, made I up. I the director of that movie specifically. Fox is fine. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. They gave me Justified. I can live with them. <laughs> Fox has redeemed itself in your eyes. But, no, honestly, that's, that's the best route um, for the MCU to go as far as villains. Because, honestly, if they don't get the rights back to them, where do you go? Yeah. Like, who's bigger than Thanos that, that, that Marvel has, well, like, has the rights? They keep saying they're going to go cosmic for the most part, so who knows? I mean, if you're going cosmic, well, they, can still, they can still do the scrolls. They can do the Kree scroll uh, thing. They just can't do the super scrolls, as, as, right. as I believe. Right. But right. I mean, and I'm going to keep saying this. I felt as though Fox and Marvel have had something working since Winter Soldier because I'm going to stick, I'm going to stick with this, and I won't get off of it. I still think the real Nick Fury died, and there's a scroll that's portraying Nick Fury right now. Oh, I'm not, I'm not, I'm not getting off of that. I'm not getting off. Of that. I'm not seeing any scroll transfers over completely. I'm just saying we don't know what Kevin Feige's working on right now. We know he has this huge board where he has like all of like the future of Marvel. My problem out. with including scrolls nowadays, now it's Marvel so solidified to add a scroll and say. That character's been bullshit since the beginning. Would piss off some people. Well, no, not since the beginning. Just since Winter Soldier. Oh, just recently. Yeah, just since Winter Soldier. Remember when he quote unquote died, and then you know we saw him again towards the end of the right. movie. That was when they transferred plastic. Exactly. That is when they did it. I mean, it's way out yeah, there. The, I know. The only thing. Yeah. The only the only reason I would I would caution against that is just because of like the the scene that he has between he and and is it Alexander. Pierce is that is that Robert Redford's character's yeah, name? I believe. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah, like because he has that real kind of um, uh, uh, 
like man to man, like history talking to each other scene at the end. And so I think it would like that. That would be the, my only hang up on that. But I don't, I don't dislike the theory. Right. I'm just saying, because think about it, if you're the scroll, right? And you're like, all right, if I take over Nick Fury, he has so much power over everything that, that could happen. Like, yeah. S.H.I.E.L.D. is super powerful. Right. So you getting the head of that. Yeah, I mean, that's kind of how it starts. You know? that's, that's, and I mean, Nick, you said you love the animated series. That is the route the animated series took, except they, they took over Steve Rogers and not Nick Fury. Yeah, yeah, and I, I, like I said, I, it's not that I don't like the theory. I do. I, I love it. In fact, I just, uh, like, I would say that maybe not have it take, not have him be taken over by a scroll from that particular point, from where, like, they meet him after thinking he's dead. Like, it could happen sometime after, um, after that. You know what I mean? Like, just have it, have it having taken place off screen, uh, maybe post. Uh, uh, post Avengers 2, something like that. I mean, I'd even say, because I, I do picture Nick Fury being the one that, that actually really, for real, dies in a, Avengers 4. Have it be a post credit scene where you see um, them taking his body into, you know, whatever, and they unzip it, and it's not him, it's the scroll. Right. Yeah. Correct. That's all I'm saying. That's all I'm saying. Yeah, real sweaty there. Right? Yeah. Super sweaty. But go ahead, <laughs> yeah. go ahead Joel. Go ahead, transition us into Fox Marvel. Well, the way I'm going to transition this is real cool, all right? Now, so, Avengers Infinity War, that's what we were last talking about. So, I know we were talking about, like, getting Daredevil and Luke Cage, Jessica, but maybe, maybe not be a big role, but maybe a cameo role. So, what I was thinking was maybe do it like they did it on X-Men, the animated series, when the X-Men were fighting uh, uh, Lalandra and them. Not really them, the Phoenix up in space. It's so, like, uh, when uh, that was happening... It was like these storms that were going around Earth, and you could see, like, you saw Spider-Man. You didn't really see him. You saw his hand or whatever. But you could do stuff like that, um, and that, that'll be, like, that'll be the cameo. Like, you're just seeing them on Earth. You get what I'm saying? So, wait. So, you mean, like, cause the idea I've always had uh, for that was, like, um, when Thanos' glove was being uh, destroyed right. and the gems started to scatter, right. you did see other other for, other realities of of oh, Earth, where where because I the way I saw it was um in my head to where one of the gems ended up with the Dark Beast, and that led into wow, this sure. amazing crossover sure. between uh, the X Men oh. and the Avengers. I'm sorry, I I've been thinking about this for the longest, you but are. when one of the gems like when they scatter, it does go to um it does come across the Dark Beast. I get what you're saying. Who then takes it? And then that's how she opens all the realities to where yeah. the world the world do collide. I don't want to hurt your soul. It's not going to happen. It may be. <laughs> <Joel. laughs> I tend to agree with Joel on that one. <laughs> I know. Look, I love I love your enthusiasm, but Jesus Christ. <laughs> I'm just saying, somewhere Kevin Feige is sitting in, in, in his mansion just listening to our show. That's going, what it is. I like that. That's I that like one that. listener that we got I like right that. now. <laughs> anyway, the next. The next bit of news was X-Men Dark Phoenix. Um, and apparently, that the, the X-Men Dark Phoenix may include the Shi'ar Empire, which means they're probably going to go into space at some point. And the Angelina Jolie is rumored to be courted by Fox. Well, at least one of the names that they're looking they like They like the actress, and they probably, they're going to court her. We don't know how that's going to go. It is just a big rumor. So how does everybody feel about that? I mean, honestly, 
them courting her is just something that's to be. I mean, it's a huge name, so obviously you want to go out and get a huge name. name yeah. Um, but these were the same kind of rumors we were getting before Captain Marvel. She was uh someone that was being eyed to direct. Uh, to direct it. Um, and that just kind of crumbled. Um, so I I kind of see it the same only because. She hasn't done a superhero movie, and she hasn't really seemed as though she's wanted. So, I mean, it's one of those things where it's like, if they can get her, perfect. You just landed yourself an A-lister. But I don't see it happening. I see it being one of those things where they're throwing it out there that they want her, Mm -hmm. hoping that she sees the, you know, the reaction we're giving, like, yes, go get her. Right. And that might, you know, influence her to, to actually taking it. Right. But I just, I honestly don't see. It. I feel as though it's it's as far fetched as Brad Pitt uh, as um as Kate. That wasn't as far fetched though. <laughs> he did. He showed interest, yeah, but it was one of those did. things where it was just like I just couldn't see Brad Pitt actually signing signing on the yeah, on the dotted line. It was line. closer than you made it seem. Well, it there. is close, but we have no idea how close this story. Is. Exactly. We don't. So that's yeah, that's why I was feel kind of holding it. The CR. I love it, man. I mean, come on, man. Angelina Jolie doing anything, especially in um in a superhero movie. I'm I'm all for it. But Ashley, what are your thoughts? Man, I couldn't care less about Angelina Jolie or the Phoenix. So, um, I would see it if they made it, but nothing about it super interests me. <laughs> it's just one of those corners of like of nerddom, and then I guess actors where I'm like, I don't care. Great. I understand the move. I can't believe they're still going ahead with a Phoenix saga. Um, I think it's a bad choice. But if they make it, uh, you know, I'll be there opening weekend. So they win in the end. I think. <laughs> I think it's. I think it's going to be tough to get her. To get her to play a superhero where she's at now if she's not directing, and that's the thing that I think could be maybe most exciting about if this turns out to be more than just a rumor that some PA leaked. <laughs> that's right. true. Yeah, that's honestly probably exactly what, how it got leaked. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, no, I, I completely agree with you. Honestly, I'd even go a step further um, agreeing with you. I don't get the Phoenix Saga right now either. I mean, no. I really don't. I don't think it was necessary. I really don't. Mainly because you're still confusing people on who the hell the actual X-Men are. Yeah. Like, some people, exactly. the last X-Men film they saw was Days of Future Past. Right. So a lot of people are like when they when they go to when they see the trailer they're gonna be like, how why the hell are they kids like right. they're kids now like what what did I miss you know what I'm saying so it's it's one of those things where it's like I think you're moving too far ahead of yourself. My problem is they had a chance to soft reboot the whole franchise. What they did to pass away it ended. Yeah, and then apocalypse happened. Yeah, and now we're back to square one with the X. Yeah, <laughs> and it, honestly, they kind of they could have gotten a clean break, but then when it's like all right, well. Most of the, the characters are back. And then Hugh Jackman made the cameo. Just all like, right, all right, right, so they're definitely not going away from, <laughs> from the original guys. They won't leave that alone. They won't leave that alone. So, oh, my God. But, yeah, no, Fox is in this kind of loophole teasing the hell out of people who have no idea about the comics. All right, everything looks good, though. Deadpool looks was good. great. Logan's been great. Legion has been great. New yeah. Mutant sounds amazing. Sounds you know? amazing. X-Men Dutch is the only, only question mark I really have. You know? Yeah. Well, actually, I did want to ask yeah. you about that. Um, everything going on with uh, the new mutants. Uh, what are your thoughts on that? I'm excited. I don't know anything about the new mutants, really. Um, so, great. Awesome. <laughs> you know, uh, Legion was great. I didn't know. I don't think I could curse here. I didn't know anything about um, 
Legion or David or whatever his name is. I knew that Dan Stevens was like the hot guy from Downton Abbey. So the <laughs> 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 hot guy in the probably show up. No, I think I think that's the, the, a great direction for the X-Men franchise in general to be moving into. I'd love to see like Excalibur and Ecstatic just because those are teams that I know better with characters that I am very, I'm a, I'm a night crawler girl. So that's where my allegiance lies. Uh, but yeah, you know, I, like I opening up. Oh, and just hey, Alan coming, whatever he wants to come back to the role right now. <laughs> uh, but there's like, uh, you know, there's as many X-Men as there are characters in infinity war. So why not take advantage of it? It doesn't all have to be Hugh Jackman as Wolverine. Hugh Jackman and Wolverine are not X-Men, and the Millennium Falcon and Han Solo are not Star Wars. If we could just get our heads around that, we could get some exciting new content. And that's what New Mutants could be, but I just don't know that much about it. I'm sure when the Geek History lesson comes around, I'll be able to speak much about it that week. But it's an, there's an exciting opportunity in that show compared to uh, the Phoenix Saga. <laughs> Absolutely, absolutely. Um, Nick, what are your thoughts? Well, as far as the <clears throat> Dark Phoenix is concerned, um, I think the fact that they're talking, that they have actually, like there's a rumor out there in which the words Shi'ar Empire is being used, it does restore a little bit of my faith in it. Um, because I thought at the end of Apocalypse, it was just like, and, and, you know, some of the words that, um, that Simon Kinberg used in describing how they messed up the Phoenix Saga the first time and saying, well, you know, it was a subplot, that's where we went wrong. And it was like, no, you, you, you went wrong because you, you didn't make it clear what, what the Phoenix is. You, and you totally skipped over all of the points of, of the Phoenix to get to the Dark Phoenix. You just rushed through it. So I'm still nervous that they're, like, the fact that they're just going full steam ahead with Dark Phoenix I don't think they have the setup for it yet. And if they just waited and, and built towards it, they could actually get there. But it does give me a little I, – I am a little more positive about it simply because if they do tie in the Shi'ar Empire and they, they, they're not afraid to really kind of go out there and, and, and read a comic book and take, you know, take some of those great stories and, and try to mold them um, – as opposed to just taking the characters and, and making, you know, completely um, using less story and, and like just using the characters and, and not quite getting those right. Um, I, like I cautiously optimistic, we'll say that. And that's a lot better than I could say, um, you know, uh, two weeks ago. So, um, but as far <laughs> as new mutants, I'm very excited for that. I, I agree with Ashley. Like it's, it's, um, it's exciting to get to see new characters and for them to kind of take a different direction. The fact that they have Deadpool that's going to, you know, go into Deadpool two and three and then X-Force and all that kind of stuff. They have, you know, this kind of, uh, they can, they can do different kind of pockets with it. And we already know that there, that continuity is not really something they give a shit about. So, you know, they can just have Deadpool off with the X-Force crew and have the new mutants people. And then, you know, if we don't like, where X-Men Dark Phoenix goes, then we can just say, oh, I don't think I'm going to like buy that one. Um, and I think I'm just going to stick to the X-Force kind of stuff. And then hopefully the new mutant stuff is good. So it just gives us more, um, uh, more flavor, more different opportunities um, to like something that, you know, we may not, um, we may not have otherwise. So I'm, I'm excited in that respect. 
Yeah, no, absolutely. And we all know Fox has kind of had a, a couple of films that made us go, oh, God, this, this franchise is in trouble. Um, but somehow they've managed to pull rabbits out of the hat with Deadpool and, and Logan and, uh, you know, on TV, TV success with Legion. So, I mean, as long as it kind of stays on that path, nothing. No, no one's really going to be that upset with them uh, going forward as long as they, you know, Stop making fantastic sports. Um, but Caitlin, what do you think? I am a huge, huge Phoenix fan. Um, I haven't. I'm sorry. Oh, no, 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 no. Sorry, I had to. Take, uh, I'm glad you love her. I really am. Oh no, 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 no. And and I really liked your point. Is is more what I was trying to say? Is uh, I am a huge Phoenix fan. I have, you know, uh, Dark Phoenix, Light Phoenix, uh, like Dark Phoenix, Light Phoenix. There we go. Learn to talk, Caitlin. Um, you know, on my wall, uh, I, I have a Phoenix shirt. Uh, and like, I really, I really like her. I'm a huge Wolverine fan, so it follows that, like, I'm a huge fan of, you know, uh, his, his like major, you know, love of his life. So. And and I just I like the character I liked that story arc. Um, otherwise, you know, Jean Grey, Edersir. I think they're doing great things with her now in the comics. They're they're making her a little more interesting with the O five you know timeline with Bendis. But um, you know, she was a little plain Jane, and then you know, bam, she's Phoenix, and she's like, wow, okay, <laughs> that's pretty cool. Uh, however, uh, when X three came out and they did that whole Phoenix line, I I was so angry. I was so damn angry. I I came out of that theater and, you know, I, I was stationed in Naples, Italy at the time. And I remember when the film came out and everybody in my section, we all went to go see it together. And they were all just like kind of looking at me because they know I'm like a huge dork. And they're like, so what did you think? And I was like, that was bullshit. <laughs> I was so angry. I was so mad. I was like, the Phoenix Force is not freaking schizophrenia. It is not. Like, that's essentially what they boiled it down to is, like, this chick's got some mental issues, and Charles Xavier put a mind block on her so she's not so crazy, and that's that's what it was. It, it had nothing to do with the Shi'ar, had nothing to do with, like, any mystical elements or, like, you know, I'll show love me in despair or anything like that. It was like, <laughs> it was like, this bitch, this bitch is crazy, and she thinks that she's like this all-powerful goddess. And uh, so we're gonna do the, the, I guess, the psychological psychic equivalent of, you know, giving her tons of meds, and and to shut her up. And um, and that, there's no way that'll like, you know, backfire on any of us, and you know, cause the destruction of everything. And, you know, when she finally flips her lid, um, you know, because that's, that's like, you know, uh, like the dam in Alkali Lake. I mean, that, it broke. <laughs> it's the same thing in her mind, that dam broke. And, I mean, while it, on one hand, I guess it's an interesting psychological kind of mm, metaphor, on the other, it totally did a disservice to what Claremont had set up in the comics, what Marvel had set up in the comics, which was like a really compelling, amazing story of like sacrifice and this and that and the other. And um, it just, you know, kind of 
watered it down to this bitch is crazy. And like, okay, <laughs> great. Um, so with that in mind, I now I'm going into this, you know, years and years later, um, you know, with that, still having that kind of like angry feeling in my heart, <laughs> like when I came out of X3, like, oh, man, not again. And, uh, you know, and this is, like I said, I'm a Phoenix fan, and but I'm right there with you, Ashley. Like, I, I'm i a little skeptical, I, you know, <laughs> even being a fan. I'm just like, uh, you know, they had a shot at this before, and they totally effed it up. So yeah. I can't, like, and, and, and Sophie Turner is such an amazing actress, and and I really really enjoyed her in in you know in the X Men movie with Apocalypse. I really liked her. I thought she did great. But and and I love her in Game of Thrones. And uh, you know, spoiler alert, I love what happens with you know ultimately with her and Ramsay and the dog. Mm-hmm. I, I don't know if any of y'all. Oh my god, I got chills. I rewatched that like five times. Um, I covered my eyes. I, <laughs> <laughs> I was like, I was like, yeah, eat him. <laughs> and uh, so, so um, yeah, I think she's a phenomenal actress and she's a great get. But on the other hand, I mean, it takes, you know, it takes a lot of different people with their with their hands in the pot to kind of make a movie. So I, I I don't think Sophie Turner, even with all her talent, can carry a whole movie at the writing set. So I'm, like I said, I'm, I'm, I'm pessimistically like gritting my teeth. Like, you know, other people are cautiously optimistic or whatever. And I'm just like, no, no, I'm good. (laughs) And then I, like, I hate to be that person because, you know, when Ben Affleck came out as like being Batman, everybody's like, Oh, this is such a joke. And I'm like, Oh, come on guys, give him a chance. You know, maybe he's gonna be good, and you know, we've been surprised before. But no, with this, like, and I even like Sophie Turner, and I'm just like, mm, no, I know I don't see it it being any better than their first go round. But you know, I've been proven wrong before, so you know, and I guess a, a broken clock is right twice a day, as they say. So I'm <laughs> like, I, I I hope for their success. I hope that it turns out good. I, however, still feel a lot of hate in my heart for X3, and I am a huge X-Men fan, but I'm still pissed off about X3 years later. I'm just, like, I still haven't gotten over it. I, like, I mean, I'm I'm going to therapy. We're working through it. We've made some significant progress. Uh, my therapist might let me use writing implements that aren't crowned soon, so fingers crossed. <laughs> Um, but yeah. other other than that, you know, um, I'm just kind of like, uh, like, like Ashley said, meh. So, yeah, yeah and my, my, my biggest problem is just the setup. It's like the setup for it is the exact same, where, yeah. like, you just, you, you drop it at the end of the movie that comes before it, and then you rush right into Dark Phoenix, and anyone who knows the Phoenix Saga knows that it's, it, it really needs to be like a trilogy, that up like it's a slow uh, boil like, it's a slow yeah. boil. yeah 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 you yeah. can't just you can't just like throw that on you know on a grill and just be like let's sear this bitch and, <laughs> right. and that's how that's how that's a good way to burn a steak so no absolutely I, um yeah no fox fox has to get this right um 
because it's let us down too many times with these X-Men films. But to move on to another franchise that desperately wants to have a successful superhero franchise, let's talk to Sony Marvel. Um, Silver Sable and Black Cat Eyes director Gina Prince-Bicewood rumored to be called Silver and Black. Now, the script reportedly features notable Spider-Man characters like Norman Osborn, Craven, Tombstone, Chameleon, Scorpion, and not-so-notable characters like Jessica Drew, um, Spider-Woman. To the Spider-Man mythos, it's known. But to the general public who only knows about the movies, no one knows who the hell she is. Um, Now, honestly, okay, Sony, I want to say I believe in this move. um, It is a rumor. It is a rumor. But Silver Sable and Black Cat is happening. That's not a rumor. So that's, again, what I'm saying. I want to get on board with, with Sony in, in these moves. And I've said it before. I thought they gave, uh, they agreed on a deal with Marvel to kind of, excuse me, add more popularity to um, Spider-Man, especially because their movies weren't so uh, well-reviewed. It did well, but they weren't that well-reviewed. Um, so they kind of wanted to add more hype and more, um, you know, excitement for the Spider-Man character for them to end up bringing him back to them. Um, so when they go out and get um, Tom Hardy as their Venom, I think that's a bigger plan to then bring Tom Holland back. Now, my issue with that is you're going to have to make this Venom film rated R um, to be true to Venom. And I assume you, in some hopes, want to bring in Carnage eventually. Maybe not in that film, but down the road. Um Tom Holland right now with his Spider-Man is way too lighthearted. I mean, Infinity War yeah. is going to be dark. Infinity War is going to be super dark, but it's not going to be Venom Carnage dark in the Marvel world. It's going, it's going to be as dark as Marvel gets, or as willing to be. So for you to bring Spider-Man back to your universe where you have sociopath murderers like Carnage, it's going to be really weird to transition to tell kids, like, yeah, no, this is same Spider-Man. You should come see it. Like, no, no, people are dying in this Spider-Man movie. I don't think I want to take my kids to see that. So, I mean, it, it's a dangerous game Sony's playing with this, if that's their end game, to end up trying to bring Spider-Man back. But if they're only trying to do just, like, supervillain films, it's weird, because there's no Spider-Man. But if you're bringing in, like, a Miles Morales or a Jessica Drew and that's your Spider-Man type character... It could work. I mean, it's weird, but it could work. I mean, the first great step they made is getting Tom Hardy as your Venom. I think that's the best thing you can have to tell people, like, listen, you can trust what we're doing. We just got Tom Hardy as our Venom. So, I mean, and we keep lobbying Michael C. Hall for, for Carnage. I think that'd be a great uh, – they play play well off of each other. But, I mean, that's just my thoughts. But, Ashley, what are your thoughts on – Sony trying to build a universe without Spider-Man, but it's Spider-Man. I think, I think it's it's cute and all. Um, <laughs> I, don't, I don't know. If I believe it'll work. Now, having uh, neither now nor ever been a fourteen-year-old boy, Venom and Carnage aren't really my jam. If I'm going to be completely honest. And, and the, you know, I understand what appeals about them. I understand that they're characters that you want to bring to the screen. I don't think it's a bad business decision just for me personally, even with Tom Hardy, who I'll watch kill anyone on uh, television <laughs> shows, amazing and should oh, not yes work. Oh, yes, it is. 
Uh, <laughs> and there's a super cut of all of his grunts that I really recommend checking out if you haven't seen it yet. <laughs> I've seen it. Um, it's so good. <laughs> so good. But, but you know, I don't know. Like, again, I would pr- I'll probably see the Venom movie if Flash when it gets made. But when they announce that they're either doing Miles Morales or Silk, like, then I'll definitely show up for that universe. Like, Black Cat, okay, great. Who cares? Silver Sable, um, I forgot that that character existed. But to be <laughs> fair, um, the MCU built an entire, you know, giant franchise on that. So maybe it'll work out for Sony. But I think it is interesting. I think Marvel has more creative control over Spider-Man than was initially alluded to in those press releases if they are trying to build this universe without well, not without Spider-Man because, right, you you said Miles Morales, and I actually hadn't thought about that, and, like, I would kill small children to see a Miles Morales movie. Like, we need it. <laughs> so bad. I keep lobbying that the next Marvel Spider-Man movie needs to be Spider-Men, and we just need to get Miles in there already. And they cast the little kid from Beast of No Nations, and you're going to tell me that he's not Miles? Get out of town. Uh, but there's a ton of great spider characters who aren't Peter Parker, and I'm desperate to get anyone who's not Peter Parker in a Spider-Man movie. Um, because I like Mary 30-something with a kid, Peter Parker, not teenage Peter Parker. Um, so I'm on board, theoretically. I'm just not on board with any of the announcements they've made. <laughs> well, I, I completely understand that. And honestly, I think what would work best for Sony, leave Peter here, and mm-hmm. what you do is you build that universe with Miles. Build it with Miles, yeah. because that is the only other Spider-Man character that you could lead a franchise with, that people would go, oh, I know who that is. I think Jessica And, again, Drew- if you're trying to – sorry. Go ahead. Please go ahead. No, 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 go ahead. I was say, if you're trying to capture this Wonder Woman zeitgeist where we all are like, oh, right, representation does matter. Seeing yourself on screen does matter. Miles is such a phenomenally important character and a good character. Like, he's interesting. He's got great stories that you could do it with. And then, you know, maybe we'll forget about the Andrew Garfield movies. Maybe, maybe. I mean, Hopefully. that's difficult. <laughs> that's difficult. <laughs> second one, but we could, we could all hope to try. Um, In a month, maybe we will. Right? <laughs> so it's, but I, I completely agree with you, but Joel was kind of disagreeing on uh, my take. So Joel, what do you think? Yeah, that's not normal. I mean, that is normal. <laughs> um, <laughs> uh, my thing with this um like many of you, I don't I don't see how that makes much sense to do Spider-Man universe without Spider-Man. Right. And I don't believe this is a setup to bring Tom Holland back into. I mean, he's there. It's not really bring coming him back. I don't know if they're going to create a world to try to shoot him in after putting him in MCU, especially so strongly with Tony Stark and Iron Man. So you can't just transition that over unless you really don't give a shit about what people think. Oh, whoa, hold on, time out. What? This is Sony we're talking yeah, about. Yeah, but they've made it clear. That they're continuing <laughs> a little bit better than Fox. If it was Fox, I'd probably I give you that. I'd give you that. But we're talking about this. By hiring Tom um, Tom Hardy, mm-hmm. now you got Tom Holland, Tom Hardy. <laughs> um, with, by hiring Tom Hardy, to me, it solidifies that this is probably going to be more of a Venom universe, and it's going to be Venom's world, using Spider-Man characters, because it's not Venom's characters. It's right. Spider-Man so, Miles Morales, I like Ashley's idea of introducing Miles with, in a Spider-Man universe. I mean, not universe, Spider-Man movie with my, in the MCU world with Tom Holland. So, I want to see Miles interact with Peter at some point or something like that. I want to see him in that world. I don't want to see him in this world that might not even last. <laughs> you know what I mean? Mm, I want, I want true. to see him still alive. 
You know what I mean? So like, I don't. I like the idea. Look, I wasn't. I was intrigued at all with Venom until they Tom hired Hardy. Tom Hardy. When they got Tom Hardy, I'm like, all right, you piqued my interest. No. Then they they, they started talking about Silver and Black, and I'm like, all right, Silver and Black. I have no idea or why I would care about it. But you know, this I don't know. I, I have no real care about that. We'll see. Well, I'll watch it and then judge. because we'll see what that goes. But Venom, yeah. on the other hand, Venom himself seems interesting, and if they introduce Carnage, even more so. So Venom and Carnage are gonna be cool, rated R. And that'll be great. Sony try to just do that well, then worry about Silver and Black. Just focus on Venom first. Right. No, I mean I, I completely agree. I think Sony's kind of like in this this weird spot that the DCEU was in uh, most recently. Where it's like, all right, you kind of got the hype. Like, hit when DCEU, you know, once everyone loved Ben Affleck as Batman, they were like, all right, so now we just had to do everything surrounding Ben Affleck. Right. So now it's like, all right, you got this big getting Tom Hardy, but nothing else is really figured out. Right. So I, I do, I do <laughs> agree with you. Relax a little bit, calm down, don't scare Tom Hardy away. Honestly, Next if week he, he drops right, if he leaves. <laughs> I honestly wouldn't. I, I wouldn't say wouldn't. I don't know if I'd be okay with anybody else now. Right, 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 right. So don't scare him away. You're Calm yourself it. down. You're relax. Um, and just kind of let this play itself out. I do agree with you. Uh, and actually, Miles does kind of work better going in the MCU with um with Tom. I just don't know if I'm okay with Miles existing with Tom. Um, because know. usually Miles came in when when Peter was was on his way out. Right. Well, so, Yeah,对啊。对啊。对啊。对啊。对啊。对啊。对啊。对啊。对啊。对啊。对啊。对啊。对啊。对啊。对啊。对啊。对啊。对啊。对啊。对啊。对啊。对啊。对啊。对啊
He's he's probably my favorite actor, and I still will fight anybody who tries to tell me that Leonardo DiCaprio was better in The Revenant than Tom Hardy because they're just wrong. Hold on, Nick, no way. Nobody is better than Tom Hardy in that movie. Nick, um, Nick. But but so I you know I, I I am kind of excited to check that out. And as far as uh, Silver and Black, the rumored director, um, she directed Love and Basketball, which is probably like I my fourth that. favorite basketball movie, like. Just, just behind, like, He Got Game, Hoosiers, and Blue Chips. Um, but, like, so if they get her, I can then kind of start to generate a little, little excitement about that one. Yeah, no, I completely agree. And, Nick, I just want to add, because everyone kept coming at my throat when I, when I was saying that, uh, if I remember the movie correctly, didn't Leonardo DiCaprio spend the majority of that movie dead? Or Pretty much. Somewhat, somewhat dead? Surviving. So it was like Tom Hardy was that entire movie. How do you keep saying that Leo's better than Tom when Tom had to carry majority of it while Leo was trying to not die? Well, well, yeah, and I just think his character was was very intriguing. Well, and everybody had that heart on, like, that he never got an Oscar. So everybody was, like, super, like, on Yeah, so we gave him one the year that we only nominated white people and nobody else, and we all felt that way. (laughs) Right. (laughs) Yeah. Absolutely. We're like, okay, let's let's give it to Leo. And honestly, he could have pooped, and and somebody would have given him an Oscar. Exactly. It's not not to take anything from from Leo's performance at all. It just wasn't, to me, better than Tom's performance. That's all I'm saying. But it's not to say that he doesn't deserve one. It just wasn't better than Tom. That that that's how I see it. And Nick, I'm so happy you said that because I've been hearing nothing but crap every time I said that, and I just don't understand the other side of of you know of the. I don't understand people's viewpoint yeah. that Leo's performance is better. No, but um, Tom is the man. yeah, right. Tom is the man. People need to realize that. Um, we had an amazing show tonight. Yes, we did. Wow. Ashley was amazing. Yes, she was. Yes. Oh, you. Thank you so yes, much for having were. me on. I had Thank a great you. Time. Yes. We enjoyed we, having we, you. We sure have. You wanna you wanna plug anything? Anything you're working on? Oh sure. Uh, let me take a big breath. So <laughs> you can check out my original comic with Jason Inman at jupiterjet.backerkit.com. You can pre-order the comic there. You can pre-order the trade. Get a bunch of cool stuff. We'll sign some of it and send it to you personally. And then uh, maybe look out at San Diego Comic-Con this year for an announcement about that. Check out all of our stuff on YouTube at youtube.com slash Jawin, J-A-W-I-I-N. Even though the DCTV and Flash shows are not on right now, we are still doing content related to that all summer long. And Preacher is going to be coming back soon along with Game of Thrones, so look out for all that cool stuff. And then check out the Geek History Lessons podcast at geekhistorylessons.com. We just did our Wonder Woman review. Uh, this next coming week, we're taking one of our two weeks off, and we just released exclusive Geek History Lesson Mind University enamel pins that you can buy through the website. So I have one. It's pretty cool. Jason has one. It's pretty cool. I don't know if many other people in the world have gotten them yet, but please go and order them. Uh, we've been wanting to make them for a long time, and it's exciting that we have them. And go request. Uh, any subject you'd like to hear us teach a lesson on, including Venom and Carnage. I think that's – oh, yeah. and you can follow me on Twitter or Instagram uh, at Ashley V. Robinson. That's all I got. 
Thank you, Ashley. You've been incredible. I will be listening like crazy, and you definitely should do Valiant on the show at some point because I want to know more about them. Oh, we will. Jason loves Valiant. Nice. Can't wait. We definitely sure. have to get together, uh, get together again uh, and discuss the uh, CW finale. Um, me and Joelle are huge CW Universe fans. Nick and Caitlin, not so much. That's our bad. So we definitely have to um, get together and definitely discuss this huge finale um, from from the major shows from CW, like Flash, Arrow, Legends, yep. and stuff like that. Yeah, yeah, man, email me, and then I'll write it down, and I'll remember. <laughs> I definitely will. I definitely will. But, again, we want to thank you so much for joining us, and we cannot wait to have you back. Oh, thanks for having me. I really mean it. Absolutely. Thank Take you, care, Ashley. Ashley. Bye. Bye. Bye, Ashley. All right, guys. So, again, this is why you have to listen to Geek Vibes Live every week. That's right. Juwan is on every week. <laughs> <laughs> I am a special guest every week. I'm the main attract now. Um, again, I tell you guys this all the time, and I need the world to understand it. None of this works without you guys. Right. Joelle, Dane, yeah. Nick, Kanan, Caitlin. Nothing works without you guys. Um, and everything we've been doing is because of you guys. Um, so I just like that to be known. So no one thinks, like, well, that was rude. Uh, so no, one, no one's out here thinking, like, Juwan's it. No, it's the group. The group is what's making all of this happen. Right. And just so you guys know, next week we will be having Susan Eisenberg, the voice of Wonder Woman, on our show. From Justice League, the animated From series. From Justice League, the animated series. Yay! So, yes. we just, oh my God, we I'm are so pulling excited. so many great guests week after week after week. I'm losing track. The week after, um, we're aiming to get Aaron. We're looking to get Aaron, the um, the creator of Bat in the Sun. Nice. So, it, it's continuing, guys. I can't wait to talk to him, man. Um, Nick, Caitlin, Joelle, Dane, and, and Kanan couldn't be with us. They had other obligations. Shout out. Um, so, they will be back next week. Thank you, guys. Um, all of you guys, I'm going to play this amazing Cal uh, drop to end the show because it's just so awesome. Right. Um, we will see you guys next week. Hey, Bubs. This is Cal Dodd. You're now listening to Geek Vibes Live. All right, guys. We will see you same time next Saturday. Say bye, guys. Bye. Bye, guys. BetMGM has an unreal deal for sports fans in Virginia. Turn $5 into $150 instantly when you place your first wager at BetMGM. Simply download the BetMGM app and sign up using code CHAMPION150. Then, place a $5 wager on any sport. You'll receive $150 in bonus bets, regardless of your wager's outcome. And if you think the fun stops there, the king of sportsbooks has plenty of surprises in store. Check out daily promotions, same-game parlays, live bets and so much more download the app in virginia today and get 150 dollars in bonus bets instantly from your first wager only at betmgm betmgm and GameSense remind you to play responsibly see betmgm.com for terms 21 plus only virginia only 
new customer offer subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Please gamble responsibly. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Promotional offer not available in Washington, D.C.